0: You know, when you read about how much your body benefits from eating smarter, including healthy proteins, being keto friendly, or maybe just being more conscious with your calories, they usually don't tell you that you're nearly required to become some sort of amateur chef, or at minimum, spend a lot of time searching for recipes and ingredients. That is, unless you know about Factor. The ready-to-eat meals at Factor are not only delicious, but they're great for you and they can also be ready in just two minutes. Do you have two minutes to feel so much better about what you're putting into your body? I bet you do. There are over 35 different options to choose from. There's no prepping, no cooking, no chopping ingredients. You just heat it up and enjoy it. Factor is full of fast premium options, and being a part-time chef, not required. Head to factormeals.com 10mm50 and use code 10MM50 to get 50% off. That's code 10MM50 at factormeals.com slash 10MM50 to get 50% off. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In June of 2014, Cooper Harris was strapped into his rear-facing car seat, like he was most mornings. His father... Justin Ross Harris had plans to drive them to Chick-fil-A for a quick breakfast before dropping him off at daycare and then heading to work. Little Cooper never got taken to daycare that morning. He was instead left strapped in in the parking lot of a Home Depot, where the Georgia Sun beat down on that SUV for hours. After almost seven hours, Justin Ross Harris said that he realized his son was still in the car and called for help. If these were the only details of the story, you'd probably assume that it's a very sad and very tragic accident. A nightmare for the tired parents of an almost two-year-old child. But there's so much more to this story that will eventually lead to a charge of malice murder. Welcome to 10-Minute Murder, brief and bingeable true crime. I'm Joe, the host, and thank you for being a part of my little podcast today. It means a lot that you take the time out of your day and give me your attention for just a little while. You could be doing literally a million other things, and that fact is not lost on me. Thank you for being here. And if you're new, welcome. Don't be alarmed if you occasionally hear a chainsaw in the background. That's just my dog, Harper Jane, and she snores with some impressive volume do they make a CPAP for dogs? I may need to look into that. Anyway, if you're new, please subscribe to 10 Minute Murder so that you can very easily come back and not miss any new episodes. You can also connect with me on social media. Links for that are in the episode notes. If you want t-shirts or stickers, that's available too. All right, now to today's story. On June 18, 2014, 33-year-old Justin Ross Harris, who prefers to be called Ross, got up and went to work from his Vinings Georgia home, which is a little town just outside of Atlanta. He stopped by to eat some breakfast at Chick-fil-A, just a mile down the road from the office where he worked as a web developer for Home Depot. When he was done there, he headed over to start his shift at the office where he would stay until around 1230 when a couple of friends picked him up from work and they all went to go eat lunch together. After they ate lunch, he stopped by another Home Depot where he picked up some light bulbs for his home before his friends dropped him back off at his office. Ross went to his car and put the light bulbs somewhere in the driver's side storage, a detail that would become incredibly important later on in the story because this trip to his car could have been a turning point. Ross closed his car door and headed back into his office where he finished up his shift and left again a little after 4 p.m. He hopped back into his car and was headed to a local movie theater where he planned to see a movie with his friends, but he never made it. Before he got there, he said he turned around and realized that he had never dropped off his 22-month-old son, Cooper Harris, at daycare that morning. Instead, Cooper was still in the back seat of the car where he had been since that morning. Ross pulled into the outdoor parking lot of a mall and started screaming for help, crying out things like, What have I done? And he attempted to perform CPR on his son, but he would never actually make a phone call to the police or first responders. Other people nearby called. When emergency services did get there, they quickly realized that there was no hope for Cooper. Temperatures that day in Georgia had peaked at 92 degrees in the shade, and Cooper had been left in his backwards-facing car seat in the back of the SUV for seven hours. Investigators were, at first, sympathetic towards Ross, but things took a turn when they dug a little deeper into his story. They discovered that Ross had been having affairs, and a lot of them. Just that day, he had been sexting with six different women, and some of those weren't even above the age of consent. And that wasn't all. They dug into his internet history and found that Ross had been pulling up information about children and animals dying from overheating in vehicles and how to survive in prison and links to websites where users were talking about a child-free lifestyle. But it was the last text that Ross sent to one of his mistresses that said, I love my son and all, but we all need our escapes. That sealed the deal. Ross was arrested for the murder of his son and sent to jail where he was held without bond until the trial. It was his actions that put a spotlight on his wife, Leanna Harris. Investigators launched a deep and thorough investigation into his wife, who had by then filed for divorce after everything that happened, and she was removed as a suspect and summoned to court as a witness instead. But she was summoned as a witness for the defense. Leanna Harris was divorcing Ross over the extramarital affairs, not the murder of her son. She still believes that what happened to Cooper was an accident, and that Ross had only ever been a loving and caring father who just made a terrible mistake. And she wasn't the only thing that poked holes in the prosecution's theories that Ross had intentionally murdered his son. The searches for children and animals dying from overheating in cars were actually links that had been sent to him by a friend who was a veterinarian, and the prosecution could only prove that Ross had clicked on them and not that he had actually watched them. The searches for surviving a life in prison may actually have been tied to his affair rather than the idea of going to jail for the murder of his son. Ross had known that some of the women he was having affairs with were underage and this could have been a preemptive attempt on his part to protect himself if he ever got caught. Several of his mistresses came forward to testify in his defense saying that he had only ever been kind and loving and that he had told them many times that he wouldn't leave his wife because he loved his son too much. But if you love your son that much, why are you cheating on his mother? In fact, there were several searches on his computer for bigger houses and neighborhoods with better schools and searches for cruises that summer where he was asking if children could go for free. The website about a child-free lifestyle was actually the link that he was sent to a Reddit message board to which he replied simply, Grossness. But it still didn't look good for Ross. The prosecution argued that he had deliberately left his son in the car and that he had left him again when he went back to his car after lunch to put the light bulbs in. They were able to show that he had deleted parts of his internet search history and with him now openly admitting to sexting with underage girls, well, Ross didn't paint himself in a very good light. They argued that he wanted to get rid of his child so that he could live a freer and easier life with his mistresses. And the jury agreed. He was found guilty on all eight charges, including those of murder and sexual exploitation of a minor and sentenced him to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole and an additional 32 years on top of that. His appeal was denied in May of 2021, but in January of 2022, the Atlanta Supreme Court heard a new appeal from Ross's lawyers asking for a new trial. The defense argued that the evidence of sexting with underage girls had nothing to do with the death of his son and should not have been used as evidence to prove that Ross had intentionally murdered him and judges then questioned the prosecution and their evidence. Whether this appeal will go forward and whether the amount of evidence that was used to prove that Ross had been having these extramarital affairs with underage girls will be allowed in the retrial, if there is a retrial, is still up for debate. Judges told the prosecution that they were not so sure that this much evidence of Ross's affairs needed to be seen in court as it just proved the same point, that he's a terrible person. Judges said that the prosecution had done a wonderful job of proving that Ross is a horrible person and that so much evidence may not be necessary or relevant if the case does go to retrial. This could mean that if Ross's appeal is successful, most of the evidence, if not all, of his sexual exploitation of minors could be removed from the prosecution's arguments and evidence, meaning that they will have to rely even more on the circumstantial evidence that will have to prove that he intended to kill his son that day. We'll have to wait for further updates on this case, but whichever side of the story you believe in, for now at least, looks like Ross will be spending the rest of his life in prison. That's 10-Minute Murder for today. Brief and bingeable true crime. Thanks for listening today, and a reminder before you go, if 10-Minute Murder is a podcast that you like, I hope that you will let other people know about it. Let them know that you like it too. You can leave feedback in the form of reviews and ratings if you listen in places like Apple or Spotify and or let your friends and family know about 10-Minute Murder. All of that helps this show grow and reach more and more people. Again, thank you for listening. Be safe and make good choices.